Hello everybody and welcome to In My Mug episode 221 on Monday the 4th of February 2012. I am your host Stephen Layton and today I'm better. Much better. Much, much better than last week. I do apologise for last week's. I was not a well boy. Uh, but I do feel a whole heap better. I'm still a little chesty, but I'm well enough to um, to be here and talking to you. Thank you for all the kind words that people sent me on email and on Twitter and things like that. It was very, very kind of you. But yes, I, I am on the road to recovery. So let's get on with the news! And the second of our guests' espresso is launched. And this time it's called Valentine's Day Massacre. Um, a tip of the hat to Al Capone and the 1929 gang murders. We don't like murder, we don't like gang warfare, but we do like silly names. Um, and you should try it. And at the end of the news, I will show you the video that we've done to go with it. Uh, if you're easily offended, you may want to fast forward through that bit. It won't be in my mug, so you should try it. Lots of new coffees added this week. One of them being Brazilian Glatera Canario. Uh, two new Indonesian coffees. Um, all of which I don't expect to be in my mugs. So if you want to try them, you should definitely dive in and do that separately. And Konas are back. We now have a good stock of the Kona glass siphons. Uh, and you should definitely go take a look at that. Um, and that was the news. And before we go and do 20 seconds, here's that video. If you are offended easily, maybe fast forward. in our heads and in the tentacle media's heads who help us with those videos but it's all a bit weird. Anyway, it's time for 20 seconds and this time it's going to be on Colombian coffee. Right, so... The main importers of Colombian coffee are Germany, United States, France, Japan and Italy. Coffee sales are controlled by the Federation Nacional de Cafeterios, or FNC, and every sale has to be registered with them. Colombia has long been associated with quality coffee. A lot of this tied to the advertising campaign of Juan Valdez, and because of the tight grip that the FNC has on the quality of exported coffee. That was 20 seconds on. 20 seconds is so annoying. I wanted to tell you about that um, nearly all of the coffee and like 99.9% .9 of the coffee exported is washed coffee. Um, and regional global change has had the biggest effect on Colombia than I know on any country. In 2006, they produced 12 million bags. Uh, in 2010, that was down to 9 million. Um, and average temperatures in the area have risen by one degree Celsius between 1980 and 2010. And that is just an upward trend. Um, they have a huge problem with rain, um, which has given them a huge problem with leaf rust too. It's a really tough for Colombia. They are the biggest Arabica producers in the world um, and have this real big problem with, with, with coffee. But anyway, enough of that. Uh, let's talk about the coffee that we're going to be talking about this week. So we bought this coffee from the cupping table. 
And sometimes that just means that you don't get to know a lot about it. And this is one of those occasions. We don't have a lot of information about it. It's a specially selected micro lot uh, from the town of Tarqui, uh, which is in the Huila region of Colombia. It comes from a small growers cooperative of which there are 62 members in total. This particular lot comes from nine of them. And we actually have their names up on the website. So if you want to kind of check their names, they go and do that. The average size of the lots held by the producers is three hectares. And I think it's something around about 30% of the farms in Colombia are at one hectare or less. So three hectares is tiny. One hectare is obviously a third of that. Um, the co-op produces around about 800 bags of coffee per year. Um, and this is a great example of these guys coming together to make something that is really good. As I said, Tarqui is in Huila and it's one of the 32 departments of Colombia. Um, it is super well known for the quality of its coffee, the topography of the, 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 the land, um, the quality of producers. Uh, if we look at coffees like Operapa that we've had and some of the coffees from Pitalito, um, this is all part of the same mountain range and they're all part of Huila. Um, the varietals of this coffee are Katura and Colombia. I think it's about 70% Katura and no, 80% Katura and 20% Colombia, which is a typical style of varietal. Uh, it's fully washed grown at an altitude of between 1,600 and 2,000 metres. And that's it. That's all we have on this coffee. Um, yeah, it's enough, I guess, but that is all we have on the coffee. So let's hope that the map bit comes up with something a little bit more. It's the map bit. No expense spent. It's the map bit. So here we are. We are going up. Now, unfortunately, this map bit is going to be a little bit like the information we have, which is a tiny bit vague. But here we have Colombia, and what we're going to do is zoom down into Huila, um, and you'll see that we've got Operapa, uh, we've got uh, Pitalito, we've got La Vega, and there, smack in the middle, we have La Parisio. So we're going to zoom down to there, and you can see this is a fairly mountainous region. Um, I'm going to show you that by showing you some of the topography if it finally catches up. Come on, yay! You can see the mountains there in the background. And that was this week's Map Bit. So that was the Map Bit, and now it's for Rolly, Rolly, what do you know? -y? Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. It is estimated that in Colombia there are 4.2 billion coffee trees. 4.2 billion! And all of them Arabica. Roland's Daft Fact of the Week. It seems ages since we've done the Wheel of Death, but last time we had it we had cupping. So, buy cupping, come back soon and it will be, will be replaced with the Clever Dripper, so kind of, oh, that's not a very good spin. Where it goes, nobody knows and nobody cares. And this time we have with milk. So I will be doing a milk-based drink this week. Good, because I don't want too much faffing around today. I know I'm better, but I'm still recovering. So uh, I'm gonna whack you on pause, uh, I'm gonna go and make tasty drinks, and I'll be back with you in just a second. Okay, so I'm back. I uh, forgot to tell you actually what this coffee is called. It's El Parisio, um, which is named after the town where the, the coffee is, is grown and the cooperative is based. So, into the espresso. 
Now with the espresso, the one thing that I, I get in this that I really get on the cupping table as well is like dark chocolate. And by dark chocolate, you know, that 70, 80% stuff that is so bitter, has no sweetness, but it's just that lovely depth of cocoa and deliciousness like that I absolutely love. And, and, and that's all I get in the espresso. It changes a little bit in the brood, but in the espresso it is just dark chocolate overload, which I love. I think it's great, great, great espresso. Into the milk. So this is the Wheel of Death milk, uh, cappuccino. I, I, I haven't done anything, anything different because I just, yeah. I haven't done cappuccino for a while though. And what you get with the cappuccino is you get that dark chocolate really cutting through because it's got such a big body in there. It actually works really well in milk. Um, I'm still on my anti-milk uh, thing, but yeah, that's my problem, not yours. But it actually works really well. Through, through through the milk. So. And into the brood. Now this is where it really changes for me. So that dark chocolate undertone is still the dominant factor. It really is that dark underbelly of chocolate. But what you get in here is like an orange, orange skin. So like the acidity is not your typical orange acidity. It really just tastes like the skin of the orange. Um, so it's a little bit drying and it's a little bit kind of challenging, but that dark chocolate just really brings it back in. And you do get some fruit sweetness come through a little bit more in the brood. That's actually really delicious. And I cannot tell you how much I missed coffee for like, I think it was 10 days I went without coffee. I did the, the seven days, did the in my mug and really didn't drink a lot of it. And then still took me a couple of days to get better, but really enjoying this now. Really, really enjoying it. I think this is a great example of a co-op coming together and producing an amazing coffee. Now bear in mind this was broken down into many different cuppings and I think I cupped about 120, 130 coffees while I was there and this was one of the ones I selected out. It's a fairly largish lot so we're really excited that we got a lot of it um, and I hope that you enjoy it too. So um, yes moving on from that it is time for the staff clip and this time it's Nicolina the special cleaner. So last time, uh, Nicola, 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 Nicolina, see, I'm even calling her by a nickname now, but Nicola was, uh, was on. A few of you are confused of who she was. Nicola is the roastery packing supervisor, and uh, Sarah, my wife's sister, so my sister-in-law, um, and has been with us the longest employee, apart from me and Sarah, so she's been with us quite a while. Uh, and why she's a cleaner, she's just obsessed with cleaning. So Nicola, give us your tips. Valentine's Day coming. Don't bother with chocolates or flowers. Buy some pledge or some dusters. Obsessed with gift giving and with cleaning products. Oh well. Okay. Um, thank you very much for joining me. Do, if you're not a subscriber, try this coffee. I think you will be very pleasantly surprised. It's quite different to all the other Colombians. And um, that dark chocolate thing, I'm still supping and enjoying. So do remember, life is too short for bad coffee. And nearly forgot, Pinboard of Doom. 
This time sent in by Simon Glover, who's been on here before uh, from Shrewsbury Coffee House. Love the picture, Simon. Thank you so, so much. Um, please do keep your pin board of dooms coming. Descriptor scale. Do you want me to keep doing descriptor scale? Do you want to win pin badges? If so, I need you to leave me descriptors underneath the comments or on email so I can actually do descriptor scale. So please do keep those coming in. Um, yeah, and I promise I'm going properly this time. So do remember... Life is still too short for bad coffee and this is still tasting delicious.